0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. We're on day 261. We are knocking on 100 days to go. Not quite there yet, but we're almost there. Let's look at the scriptures we are gonna be reading today. And then we gotta get into this brew. I'm particularly intrigued by this brew. The smell is like, I can't pin it down. Hopefully the taste is gonna be good too, but our scriptures today, let's get back into that. You can find them in the platform, below on the platform of whatever you're listening to today. Psalm 108 verses one to five, Galatians chapter three verses 26 to 29 and chapter four verses one to 20, Isaiah chapter 43 and 44 verses one to 23. Those are our scriptures today. I'm excited to get into the word. But before we do that, we do need to try our brew. Now this brew is called Cleanse. It's a real Red Seal brand. I have never, ever tried this before. I don't think I've ever smelt this smell before. It's a herbal tea um, and it smells a bit pepperminty, which makes sense because there's 27.3% peppermint. But the key ingredient that they're making a big deal about is milk thistle. I don't even know what milk thistle is. On the box there's a purple thistle, very Scottish, but um, that's really about all that I can understand. It doesn't really say, although milk thistle has been used, the back of the box says, during periods of body cleansing and selenium, which is the type of milk thistle, is known to... protect cells from some types of free radical damage. Ooh, let's hope that this tea stops the cells from the damage of time. Let's hope that this is an anti-aging tea. That would be nice, wouldn't it? All right, well, let's give it a go. I literally can't pin down the smell of this tea. I really hope I'm going to enjoy this taste. Let's see how we go. Oh, okay it just tastes like a peppermint tea with a little bit of something something but pretty much just mainly peppermint and it's not bad, it's a good tea there's a full flavour I you know some peppermint teas are a little bit disappointing this is a full peppermint tea flavour it's good enough for me to go back for a second sip before we get into the bible it does taste a little bit milky I've put no milk in this tea but it feels like I've put maybe a drop or two of milk in this is fascinating, oh my goodness, one more Mm, hmm mm. I never thought peppermint and milk would taste so nice to you. This is a great tea! Oh my goodness! If you wanted to try something different, you wanted to feel a little bit like you're giving yourself a bit of self-care with a cleanse tea, I'd rate this Red Seal Cleanse. There's a picture of a purple thistle on the front. I'm sure it's in your local supermarket if you are from New Zealand. I'm gonna finish that a bit later, but let's get into the Bible. God's love for us is so difficult to fathom. It's high, it's deep, it's vast, it's unconditional, unfathomable, unfailing, it's perfect. And my prayer today is that as you read the word, that a new revelation of love will be downloaded to you from heaven because it's a love that he has for you. And it's so easy for us as Christians to have a revelation maybe in our heads, But it's something quite different to have a revelation in our hearts, something that we know deep in our spirit to be true, a truth that we live out. And so I'm praying today that as you open up the word of God, that you will receive a fresh revelation of his love. He is for you. He is on your side. He desires so deeply to commune with you because he loves you. And so we read in our first section today that his love is higher than the created universe. We know that the universe is ever expanding and humankind is discovering more and more of the universe. The Bible is clear that his love is greater than all creation, greater than the entire universe. Verse 4 says, for great is your love, higher than the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. David, our psalmist, in this psalm focuses his energy on bringing God worship. He does it early in the morning, starting his day off right. Verse 2, awake, harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. I wonder what came first, a deep revelation of God's love or David choosing to give God the first and the best of his day. I think often revelation follows hunger. When we're hungry for God, he loves to pour out revelation on us. So, as we ponder on God's love today, I'm praying that hunger for a revelation, a hunger for God is stirred in you. In Galatians, we can know that God's love for us is greater than any human love. The greatest human love that I can imagine is probably the love a parent has for their child. But when you become a follower of Jesus, when you put your faith in him, you also become a child of God. Verse uh, chapter three, verse twenty six says, "You are all children of God through faith in Jesus Christ, and we have become heirs to Christ." Chapter four, verse one says, "If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise." Paul in chapter four goes on to speak of heirs versus slaves, and he's speaking of something that was commonly understood in the day at the time of writing: a Roman child, a family heir. Would be put under the charge of a tutor until they were 14 years old while under the charge of that tutor they had no rights they were treated the same as a slave much like the freedom and access an heir gets at age 14 when they're no longer a slave and they step into freedom and complete uh heirdom i don't know complete reception of what is theirs we now have full access and total freedom through Jesus. It's like the flick of a switch as a child turns from 13 to 14. Like when we go from unsaved to saved, we have access to everything. Even more than that, we receive the Holy Spirit who cares, who cries out, sorry, for God from within us. I love this scripture, chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Because you are his sons, God has all daughters it means both because you are his sons God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts the spirit who calls out Abba Father so you are no longer a slave but God's child and since you are his child God has also made you an heir I want to encourage you that the Holy Spirit that lives in you is crying out to God the Father if you can get your mind, your will, your emotions, your body in line with that cry of the spirit within you, that is where hunger is stirred. And lastly today in Isaiah we read that God's love is more valuable than anything else and it is so abundant. We can read in Isaiah, we can read Isaiah with an understanding that these words aren't just for the exiled in Babylon but they're for us as well. And then the beginning of chapter 43 reads like a love story. He says things like, I have summoned you by name. You are mine. I will be with you. You are precious and honored in my sight. I love you. Because of his love, he rescues, redeems, keeps us safe, draws us close, pursues us. Despite our failures, our faults, our blatant disobedience in the past, God's love overcomes. He declares a new day over his people, Israel, and over us. And he, read, he declares it in chapter 43, verse 18 to 19. You might know this one well. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Man, as I read this today, I want you to receive this for yourself. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. He calls us his chosen, the people he formed for himself. It's a picture of the glorious love of God. And if you haven't read these verses yet today, I just wanna encourage you, get your pen out, get your Bible highlighter out, whatever you use, you're going to need it as you read Isaiah today. Three, two, one. Okay, verse of the day today is Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, and it says this, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor th- free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. There is no excuse for discrimination, prejudice, or hatred among the children of God. Paul doesn't say differences don't exist. Rather, he says these differences do not matter, nor should they be elevated among the people of God. It may not be a popular opinion today, but it's biblical. We do have our differences, this is true. But the moment we make our differences more important than being one under Christ, We're in trouble. Don't let culture or status or gender become too central to your focus. Don't let these things define your identity. You are a child of God. That is your identity. And that's it today for The Daily Brew. Thank you so much for joining me for some amazing Bible and some delicious tea. I really pray as you open up the Word today that God just reveals that love that He has for you in a fresh way. In fact, I pray over the next few days as you seek Him more, as you stir that hunger for Him more, that He will continue to pour out His love and that it won't just be a head knowledge, but it will be heart revelation for you. All right. Well, hey, if it's the start of your day have a wonderful day and if it's the end of your day good night sleep tight and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 262 of the daily brew